Welcome back to 3 with NGK. I'm Nicole. I'm Grace. And I'm Karina. Hey. And we have joining us today my cousin, <laughs> my amazing cousin, <laughs> Jerome, Jerome. top you. mortgage broker in the city, Woo-hoo. Jerome St. Bernard, aka Jerome St. B. Oh. Tell us a bit about yourself. That was an amazing intro. Thank you for that. Got um, you. And I love what you guys are doing with the whole podcast. So thank you guys for inviting me, first of all. Shut I up. saw you guys were doing some real estate stuff, so I was waiting for the call. So oh, yeah. thank you guys for making it. Um, of course, of course. Jerome is my name. I work for a company called Vine Group. We're currently okay. the number one mortgage team here in Canada. Nice. Um, I'm a big believer in uh, financial freedom, any type of yeah. entrepreneurial uh, endeavors. And I think real estate is a really good way to get into those uh, topics. So Agreed. here for your questions. Agreed, agree. Guys, I have to say a lot of times after any meetings with Jerome, my clients absolutely love him because he makes the room just like ease up. Cause mm-hmm. sometimes real estate could be intimidating, yeah. you know. And I'm a social butterfly, but boy, he knows how to really win the room and win the clients over. And mm-hmm. so, thank you for oh, making wow. my clients like you know <laughs> always, uh, <laughs> you know, always feel good. But like, can we call Jerome directly? Like, you know, he was advising me on this thing. I'm like, you definitely can, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my clients do ask about you quite a bit. So yeah, you definitely do deliver. So well, that's, thank you so much for that. That's awesome. That means a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. I yeah. aim to please, and, and I mean, we've been working together for about a year now. About a year now. The same thing. Your when clients like, love you and <laughs> like your whole energy. So I'm, I'm happy to be here and, and part of your team. You know? Dynamic duo, eh? Right? Dynamic duo. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can attest to that for sure. All right. So we're going to jump into some questions. We've got a few for you. Hope you're ready. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so my first question, being a purchaser, what kind of credit history do you need? Okay. Before we ask yeah. that, yes, yeah, so we collectively just took a bunch of questions that some of our clients have been asking us. Okay. And what we want to do is, there's somebody out there that does not know. So sometimes I answer them, but I save these questions for this public conversations because you just never know who's shy to ask. And, yeah. you know, some people don't really want to ask it. So we're here exactly. to really, like, really talk about all the things that, you know, people do need in real estate. So, yeah. Yeah. And then and then home buyers is at so many different stages of your lives, right? Mm -hmm. You have some first time home buyers coming in as couple at the age of twenty. Then you got first time home buyers at the age of forty. So I think these questions uh well cover all types of scenarios. Absolutely. And purchases. For sure. Yeah. So talking about credit, uh Nicole, what is your credit square? I'm sorry to put you on the spot. Uh, no, not at all, not at all. I'm actually glad you asked because, quick story, guys. Um, I was actually recently looking for a new place. And mm-hmm. in searching for that place, I had to obviously pull my credit report. Yeah. Pulled my credit report and it was crazy low. It was like it was, 650 yeah. or something. And I was like, what is going on? Why is my credit so low? So at that time, it was just a score. Mm-hmm. I pulled a detailed Equifax report only to find out that the reason my credit score was, score was so low is because I recently converted internet and mm. I took too long to return the modem. Oh no. Rogers charged me the $300 re- modem return fee and they put a negative collection hit on my credit report. Mm-hmm. I disputed that because it was a pandemic. The stores mm-hmm. were closed. I couldn't return the modem. Yeah. I disputed it with Equifax. Yeah. The minute they took that off, my credit went up to eight. I think it's like eight. 10, 8, 15 or something like that now. That's crazy. That's See? Awesome. So that tiny no, collection hit yeah. took my score from 8, 10 odd to 650. Yeah. That's awesome. You know what? That's a really good segue just to talk about credit 
and yeah. Equifax in general, because th that happens all the time. There's, I guess that's not really a mistake, but there's things on Equifax that we don't even know. I thought you were mm -hmm. gonna say you don't know what your credit score is, so mm -hmm. I'm proud that you do know. Do you guys know as well? Me yeah. too. That's the first step. Just know what it is, because there's so often mistakes, especially if, for example, you have a very common last name, Mike Smith, Peter Chan. So many times people have like miscellaneous charges that they have yes. no idea what it is. Mm. It's someone with their name, right? Mm -hmm. Good point. Yeah. Um, so the fact that you got it removed is great, but also if you would come to my someone like myself, um, that's kind of our job to mitigate the issues that we see and get you that approval. Mm -hmm. A lot of people will just go into their bank and like, for example, this week, actually, I had a client that had uh, a prior bankruptcy, maybe two, three years ago. They've been with TD for, I'm going to say 10 years. They wanted to get to refinance their place. They went through, they saw the bankruptcy, they just declined the file. So they came to me, they're like, we really need to do this refinance for whatever, whatever reason. Um, but I have to be honest with you, I did have a bankruptcy. Mm. They were able to explain the story to me, similar to your story, before they even got it removed from Equifax. Um, and I went to the bank and kind of talked to them. This is what happened. This is how they've repaired their credit since. Nice. And I gave them a story. Yes. That made the difference between them getting declined and approved. That's really? crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So you advocate for your client. I make a business case. And that's oh, the most annoying thing amazing. to people is me asking for all their documents because I want to see everything. I want your T4s, yeah. your pay stubs. Yeah. Like, why do you need all this stuff? It's because I want to see this, make a business case to get yeah. you the best chance that's and right. the best possible rate. That's right. Your, your bank's not going to do that for you. Your that's bank's going to exactly. say yes or no. Yeah. Come yeah. back. Come back another time. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to work with someone on the broker channel. And I yeah. really yeah. advocate for it that. It may Absolutely. seem intrusive, but this information is very important, yeah. very important. in order yeah. to position you to do your yeah. job the exactly. best that you can exactly yeah. Yeah. oh okay that's interesting i didn't even know that yeah so, yeah but oh. sorry no, go ahead, go ahead. to touch back on nicole like you know growing up you get your first credit card and you have your phone bill you don't pay your phone bill all these little things add mm -hmm. up and mm -hmm. it just mm -hmm. it hurts the, the, the your credit crazy thing like she said it sometimes it could be like a three dollar charge yeah. forget about it goes crazy. to collections they're yeah. not giving you a house yeah, yeah. like how, yeah. how crazy just three dollars outrageous like if you think i was Done. You guys, you knew what I was going yeah. through. I'm like, why is yeah. my credit so oh, low? Oh, we're talking about it. We're like, all right, we gotta call Equifax. Yeah, like, you handle it. And when it looks and there's mistakes yeah, all because the I'm time. like, what's going on? But can we also discuss that? Um, and I'll get back for you to touch on that. That a lot of people are terrified to to check their credit score. Oh, it's mm. And to me, I'm just like, why are you That's afraid? You're especially when you're not looking to buy. It's the perfect yeah. time to That's actually true. look and check. And so you can start preparing yourself. Because they don't even want to know. They, just and like, like, I don't know. That's, they don't want to know. That's a scary position and to be in. And that's a scary though. position to be yeah. in because Often. how you're going to leverage yourself and actually even see, you might be doing really well. You might be doing, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And yeah. um, so to touch on that, I feel like a lot of people don't want to check. And it's important to actually check monthly. Like Jerome said, there mm -hmm. are a lot of people that have very similar last names. They don't know. You don't know what's running in, in your background. Exactly. I had somebody, I, my trans unit at Equifax one time read, mm -hmm. Uh, two TD line of credits. I've never, ever, ever had a TD line of credit. Mm. Luckily, yeah. whoever that is, their credit is really good. Yeah, so it's exactly. not messing they me up in any way. There's yeah. another Grace Mumbai? I wouldn't say there's another Grace Mumbai. <laughs> Probably. But I, You're somewhere. <laughs> but there's a TransUnion, like two line of credits. Wow. Like almost up to 50 grand. Yeah. But it's not even maxed out or anything like that. It's being paid on time. It works so, in your favor. So it, luckily, it works in my no favor. No one knows right? your situation better than you. No not one. Okay, I know I don't have that, right? So yeah. I'm actually sure. going to call because that person, wherever they are, maybe they're not maximizing and they're good credit because exactly. they don't know what's yes. on their account yeah. maybe because they just have good credit and then i've been thinking so it's very important to check your credit because a identity theft 
yeah, and mm-hmm. just the, just being being informed. You want to be an informed buyer, and like Absolutely. he said, like exactly. having multiple names, yep. and little things like not returning a modem. Who will have thought, right? Yep. Or like a Crazy. cell phone, right? Yes. And so, also, we have to we have to talk about room for human error. Like yeah. a lot of times mm-hmm. when you're when you're opening up accounts at Rogers, Bell, etc., someone's typing it in based on what you're telling them over the phone. Yes. I have Nicole and Tony. I have Nicole. <laughs> different spellings on my credit report. Right. It's because yeah. of someone's typo or yeah. someone. Mine's the worst. They're I'm, human I'm at the end nerd, of the day, So right? sometimes they use the period. Sometimes they use. Yeah, sometimes they spell out the C. <laughs> sometimes, they spell, sometimes they put the accent. They make it French. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you gotta. You gotta make sure you check. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's honestly good to shed light on because a lot yeah. of people don't even think to check their credit often. To be honest with you, I didn't prior to looking for a new place. For sure. These Most people, that's the know. first time. They don't even realize they need it's it until you need, need it. it. Yes. Right? So the sooner yeah. you find out what it is, even if it's bad, you want to know so you can start Fix repairing it. it, of course. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So I always sure. say, like, one of my favorite sayings, um, Monique, uh, that I used to work with, always says, preparation meets opportunity, right? Mm. And yeah. you got to prepare yourself so when the opportunity is there, you're not fumbling and stumbling. A lot mm-hmm. of times people think that, oh, whatever I have saved, oh my God, I should be good. I have credit or I think I have enough. And okay, I feel like I'm ready right now. Yeah. And then they've waited all these years, not even checking what's needed because yeah. they haven't been preparing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get into these frustrations where that you didn't even cause as an agent. Yeah. You're just telling them what it is and they weren't prepared enough, yeah. but they thought they were. So I think it's worth paying $20, I believe a month. Yeah, to do the actual Equifax. I mean, if you were to meet with, with someone like myself in preparation for your house, I can pull your uh, report for you. And that's actually the best one, right? Yeah. Is that you're gonna Equifax? Do a, Equifax. You're going to do a consumer pull. Mm-hmm. Mine's literally a hard pull, kind of what the bank does, but it's exactly what the bank will see. Got it. Um, that's another advantage to working with a broker because yeah. if you were to say you're rate shopping and you go to TD and then you go to Scotia, every time you see a different advisor, they're going to pull your credit. You don't want to mm. pull your credit too often, right? Yeah. For the broker channel, you come to me, I have access to 50 to 60 different banks i'm gonna pull it mm. once i'm gonna make your business case put it onto your application mm. and then i can shop that around so mm. you're not gonna have nice. these multiple credit pulls so is the mm. equifax different from what you see like no it's it's equifax it's, okay so the lenders, okay, okay. lenders want to use equifax transunion is similar it's okay. always going to be off a little bit yeah. um credit karma if you ever heard of that website you can go on in like 30 seconds find it they use transunion yeah. I, I say that's a good gauge to kind of get the range that you're in. Yeah. Of course, um, well as well, you do for free. Yeah. Just to have an idea. It might not be as accurate, but you still have an idea of mm-hmm. where you stand. Exactly. And then you could call Equifax at that point and just actually make sure. Equifax has the most accurate, accurate information. Yeah, I realized that because mm-hmm. um, Scotiabank actually I see uses, it now because I'm in Scotia, use, yeah. But they use TransUnion though. I know, yeah. And Funny enough, my TransUnion score is lower than my Equifax score, and there's certain things that are missing. That's from super TransUnion. interesting because it used to be the other way around. I used heard to always, that. Yeah, and yeah. That, you didn't see memes about it where it was yeah. like so different, but now it yeah. switches. So yeah, you just kind of kind of use the, the TransUnion as a gauge, but the banks yes. are going to want Equifax in the end. Equifax. Everybody wants Equifax. Equifax, yeah. Equifax still and what is I, yeah. a yeah. Most accurate one. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. I tell my clients is, uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit different from the Equifax, but at least mm. if you know what your TransUnion is, and then you check mm. and it went up, you know you're headed in the right direction. That's right. Or if it goes down, you know you need change something yeah, right so at least it's a good gauge that way Absolutely. yeah for sure. for sure um and i don't know if you wanted to add as well on the point when it comes to credit history uh how many inquiries you make as well and that keep any inquiry you make hits your credit you know and people don't yep. know that like every time you, you try to apply for mm-hmm. credit card that's all tracked on equifax actually and that's is. how they, and then you know we we've seen cases where clients have tried to do inquiries 15 times oh, in different yes. places like oh, if you're getting denied like if you're not getting anything on the fifth <laughs> try stop maybe like, stop, stop at 14. It. Yeah. Right at 14 like, we don't need 15. it was the yeah. craziest and the person as like 
has a decent credit credit score and whatnot, but the landlord, after seeing that many inquiries, that raised a red flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This of happens course, to yeah. tenancy as well, mm -hmm. not just when you're buying a home. So this this is what happens when you're looking for a place as well. So super credit history. So is how like long a, do those infractions stay on your file? So in Nicole's case, it was so recent. Recency is huge, okay. right? So even in the case that I was just describing where someone had a bankruptcy, I think the bankruptcy was actually four years ago. So it's better than if it was last year or two yeah. years ago. The mm -hmm. further away from an infraction, the better you are. But again, they still want a story. Why mm -hmm. did you go bankrupt? Why did, in Nicole's case, why was there this charge? Why right? was there? If you can explain it and it sounds reasonable to them, you're in a better off situation. Yeah. But were you asking about that or were you asking about how long these hits, with these inquiries stay Well, that and also how long do the inquiries Last well, they're gonna though. they're gonna stay there. It's just they become less relevant as time goes on. Okay. Yeah. Right? Well, they stay there for like forever. Forever. For I don't. Yeah. For a number of years. Yeah. yeah pretty pretty much. Like I, I've seen people's credit scores go up, go back ten years. So. Yeah, you know uh, what? You're right. I still have my 2000 Mazda three on my yeah. credit. So. Wow. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Just a little report card on yeah. your life, right? You see I what's know, been going right? on. Yeah. 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 Well, just a quick question, kind of off topic a little bit. What was your guy's first exposure to credit? How did they get you into the credit Ooh. system? You guys remember? I I'll sure tell you do. My I first. do. I do. Okay. Sorry, sorry. I was in college, okay, and I remember just going to get lunch, and right by the calf, this is how they get you. And my financial Mosaic knowledge credit was card? like zero to none. <laughs> I'm like eighteen, right? <laughs> and they had a setup station, MBNA. You guys know MBNA? We yeah. sure do. They had MBNA, and they had a station. They're like, oh, credit. Me like an idiot. I, I feel so embarrassed to say this on camera, but whatever it is, what it is. My financial yeah, literacy yeah. was like not at 18, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, I get to access this money right now. <laughs> I'm like, wait, so I thought that so wait, you guys are gonna give me two thousand dollars right now. She knew me that then. Um, it's our someone sitting next to our director. So literally, I had access to I think it was like two thousand dollars. I'm like, oh my god, uh, yeah, like, so, like, that was my first exposure to credit. I went shopping for my house. I had a condo back then. I'm like, oh, let me go shopping for a condo. Furnished it, all that good stuff. Yeah. Then it came back to bite me in the oh, ass. No. Yeah. Spending money I did yeah. not have. And the interest yes. rates were high on those. Oh, and yeah. the interest the rate was high. Oh, yeah. That's when they suck you in. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And that's why it's so important to educate and have these types of conversations. Yeah. yeah. Because the financial literacy, especially surrounding, you know, credit, real estate, all of that. Yeah. Very important. Depending on where you're at in your life, it's very yeah. low. It's very, so. Interestingly very enough, they, they recently said, I don't know if you saw this in the news, they're going to start teaching it in yeah. uh, is that high school? Yes. Yeah, yeah, high school. I, I love so, it. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to have known this it. Yeah. when Imagine I was in what we know now, if we oh, know what yeah. you yeah. for sure. Our yeah. children are, are sure. that's, that's great for our children, you know? It's amazing it's for amazing. our children. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like The younger that they teach children, the better it is long term, right? Even just having these conversations with people, like it just sparks so many ideas. Absolutely. You can make this much or you can invest like it's 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 very helpful i feel but i yeah. feel like they need to do this because the economy is so crazy especially with the, the housing market mm -hmm. being so high they need yes. to educate people ahead of time mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely, and definitely. a lot of people are getting sucked into debt just because they don't know exactly. they don't understand it right mm -hmm. so understanding is the first step and then you can debt management yeah, yeah. Debt very management. Important. Absolutely. Because like, you know, there's yeah. good debt and bad there's debt. But that's, a, but that's another conversation that maybe yeah. Jerome will come back and we'll. I get to come back? <laughs> we'll, we'll <laughs> He's like, I'm back. back, you know? <laughs> so, another question, just to piggyback on that, we could talk about credit history all day, but I will say if you could take something out of that, like just check your credit score yep. mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. see exactly what items are being tracked under your name and ask for credit optimization. There's companies that, you know, you'll pay like 10 bucks a month or, 
you know, 20 bucks a month, it's worth just knowing your credit opportunity. And they help you actually tell you which account you could actually pay on time to actually add a number, add a score. So it's called credit optimization. If you want more information, holler me on the ones. Um, and for a small fee, you could actually be educated for free on your particular bank account and your spending and the debts that you have. Did you guys know that? Do you know there's access to that? That's no, awesome. I didn't know I that. Have no idea. I didn't even me know either. until, yeah, that's until that's somebody actually like brought it up. Yeah, a client actually is the one that like told me that's how they got to get their credit higher. So mm -hmm. let me know if you guys want information on that. But I'm gonna yeah. ask the next question that we've been asked. Um, when lenders are looking at profiles, how important is job security or longevity? <laughs> uh, how important is Job security. So, so you mean like their tenure? How long they've been working? Like from a lender's perspective, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, we know that income is huge, and everyone yeah. knows income is huge. And some people might say, you know what? Like, I make eighty k, I make ninety k. Yes, yes, like, yes, yes, what's yes. going on? I have a good credit score. Mm -hmm. What's going on? Yeah. So when that comes into play, most often is if you work uh, and you have a variable income. So there's fixed incomes and variable incomes. Mm -hmm. Not talking about mortgage rates at all yet. It's just if you are, say, government employee or a teacher. You have a fixed income. Every two weeks, you're gonna get the exact same amount. Those, right. those are kind of the easy files because nothing changes, right? Mm -hmm. You know exactly how much. And if we were to take a pay stub, we can annualize it, and we know exactly what you get at the mm -hmm. end of the year. Yeah. Um, if you have a variable job, that's when it kind of matters. So that means if you're working sales, if you have commissions, if you get a bonus, mm -hmm. if you work an hourly job and you mm -hmm. have overtime, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's a little bit difficult to use the overtime income to qualify mm -hmm. if you've been somewhere less than two years. Mm -hmm. The reason is they, they average out over two years. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, that's the important one. Mm -hmm. So if you get a bonus, they want to see what your bonus was this year and last year. They'll average it out. They'll add it yeah. onto your income. Um, unfortunately, if you just started an hourly job, the way that we calculate your your income is on your employment letter. It'll say what's your minimum guaranteed hours. Typically, it's either 35 or 40. It'll say your pay rate. We multiply that. So a lot of my my clients will push back and say, well, it says 35, but I actually work 60 hours this week, right? And that's Whoa. very very common, like especially if you're say a TTC driver, mm -hmm. someone mm -hmm. like that. They work crazy hours and they get over they get paid well for it. Yeah. Um, but you're gonna need to be there at least two years so they mm -hmm. can kind of see some type of continuation that you've right. been making this or you've been working that amount of uh, hours for two years. Mm -hmm. Then we can divide it and then we can use that full amount. So that's a really good question, actually. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, next question. What do you consider a AAA client? Mm. And how do you become mm. a AAA client? What's your credit score? 830. I mean, like AAA. Okay. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 Mm -hmm. um, earlier, you mentioned it dropped all the way down to 650 for an yeah. A lender, which is the most competitive lenders where you want to be with. Mm -hmm. uh, the big five banks are A lenders. They'll take you usually 650 is the minimum, yeah. right? But from 700 and up, there's no real difference in the rate. So the, you can say what a, what a AAA client is, but if you have a 750 score and you have an 850 score, you're still going to get the best rates. There's really no yeah. no difference. So you're in that range. If you if you okay. wanted a house right now, we'd be getting you the best. Let's say rates. I made like forty five thousand dollars, just mm -hmm. to say, and I had 850 credit score. Is mm -hmm. that still Very a AAA client? Uh, it, you you guys would have to define what AAA is is to you, right? Because hmm. yes, but your income is going to dictate what you qualify for, right? Yeah, because like AAA, I think speaks more to the type of 
person you are when it comes to repayment. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like what's your hi- repayment history? Yep. Yeah. But your income is what you can afford. That's right. Yes, That's yes right. exactly. So okay. we, yeah, we look at that. you, you have this credit score. We know you are good at repaying uh, your debts. Yes. You're going to pay on time. You're not going to miss any payments. Yes. But still, if you make a million dollars a year, you're yeah. going to qualify for this. If you make whatever, you're going to qualify for that. Like, But you'll get the best interest rate. Yes, because you're, exactly. Okay. You're going to get yeah. a competitive uh, interest rate. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that should what be the goal. What holds more value, uh, credit or the million dollar man that has the worst credit? That's a good question. I actually saw I saw that floating on my social media somewhere. They were they were debating. Yeah. Um, and I guess I can talk a little bit about the different types of financing. So this is another reason not just to go to your bank, especially if you have uh, well, one if you're if you're self employed, if not all your money is shown on your taxes. A lot of people do cash jobs on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of friends they'll do, I don't know, nails, lashes, stuff like that, making good money, but it's not shown on their taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is private money you can get. So private money is they're using the house that you're buying as collateral. Mm-hmm. They just want to make sure that if anything were to go wrong, if you were to sell the mortgage, your house is. Um, is that called second mortgages? Or it's very similar. Okay. A lot of second mortgages are private as well or, or B, line, B lenders. So let me take you all the way back. I'm sorry <laughs> to bore you guys, but um, there's A lenders, B lenders, and then private private lenders. So in your example, 650 and up, I said we're good for A lenders. Mm-hmm. Anything under that with your credit score, if you go to a regular bank like Scotia, Tito, whatever, they'll, they'll turn you away. If you mm-hmm. come to someone like myself, we can still get you in, but we're going to put you with what's called a B lender. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference is they need a little bit more of a down payment. As a first-time home buyer, typically you can use 5%. For mm-hmm. a B lender, they want a little bit more skin in the game. So you're going to need at least 20%. Uh, you're going to pay a little bit of a premium, but a lot of times... Pause on that. Could you just stay on that first-time home buyer? Because everybody seems to think they are qualified for 5% first-time home buyer. Yeah. Before you jump on, could you just stop there and just like elaborate? I know, exactly what I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So... Legally, like they will argue with you to the teeth. That yeah, fun. legally the minimum down, uh, the the minimum you need down for a property is five percent, but with that five percent you still have to qualify. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people want a million dollar property and they're like, "Can I put five percent down?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you can put five percent down, but you only qualify for a two hundred thousand dollar property based you know on what I mean? your based on your income." income. Yeah. Exactly. Everything so has you, to align. Exactly, and that's a lot of times when I talk to people and they can qualify, and I say, "You have the five percent down." I mean, you can use the 5% down, but your income's here and we need it there. Do you have a potential cosigner? Because mm-hmm. potentially you can still put that 5% down, but we need your income up. So do you, you know, dad, mom, can you cosign for me? I only have this amount, but I want to qualify for this much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to answer your question. Yeah, I think that's super, super important, but I cut you because I want you to elaborate that. It's a question that we get a lot of I times. know exactly what you mean, same. And same. Um, it's very hard to let people know that your income has a big factor without Huge. without being insensitive um and almost letting them know that just know that there's qualifications to this not just everyone yeah. does and not on, not only that like a first-time home buyer too like if people are looking for help from the government you know everybody thinks that they could qualify for the um uh the 10 percent 10 percent down as well mm-hmm. right but people don't understand that the government takes a portion of your profits as well. Yeah, they're helping you get into the market, but you're not making the full profits all the way as well. Yeah. So uh, it's still good because you're able to enter the market under your name and you're building equity under your name. You're just not going to sustain all the profits that you're mm-hmm. getting. You're sharing with the government. Exactly. And you have to be in a certain income threshold as well. So Yeah, and it, exactly what you're saying. So, um, and kind of, I'll use your example. You said someone that's making 45000 uh, let's round that up to 50000 a, a good way that you can kind of think to yourself, and when you do this calculation, you're going to be like, wow, they're not going to give me 
um, anything. I almost cursed, but I stopped myself. Um, you can typically get qualified for about five times your income. So if you make $50,000 a year, the bank's going to loan you $250,000. The rest of that has to come from your down payment. Mm -hmm. So unless you have $200,000, you're not going to get $450,000, right? So $250,000 is the loan. The remainder has to come from your down payment. So even if you save that, that 5%, if you want a $600,000 house, you need that much more. Mm -hmm. Unless you get another person to co-sign. So say you make $50,000, your dad makes $50,000. Now your household income is $100,000. Multiply that by five, you can get a loan of $500,000. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a rule of thumb. Obviously, we have to look at your credit. We have to take into account uh, if you have any car payments. Um, we got to look at your credit report. But mm-hmm. just kind of a rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. I tell people well, in, in my first conversation, it's going to be something along those lines. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think that there's like some type of magic tricks you can do. They'll yeah. be like, no, no, <laughs> just do the pre-approval. I want to see maybe it'll be more. And I'll say, OK, and I'll do uh, I'll look at your docs. I'll go through it. I'll underwrite it and I'll send you the numbers the that number, uh, the exact yeah. numbers of what it is mm-hmm. and then they'll say you know maybe i need a co-signer no but it, it, it's good though it's good to know exactly what you can qualify for by yourself because mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes it's like you you might qualify for something and you're like do i want to do i want to get this or do i want to do a joint venture with someone else and get mm-hmm. this as that's an right. investment yeah, instead of moving right. in or yeah, do i right. want to tell my mom hey why don't we get this together that's right, right? Yeah. so it, you just you just have that conversation and kind of start planning things out is yeah. what i would recommend yeah Oh, great. Good. Really, really good advice. So to piggyback on that, so you talked about the products we were about to I was about to ask you, like, you know, what type of products do you offer as a mortgage agent? Ooh, perfect right? segue, yeah. Um and the type of products do vary. So do you mind talking about the lenders, but also do you mind just elaborating based on a different lender how the interest rate could affect you as well? Yeah, sure. Um so the first question, uh like different products. What I wanted, what you reminded me to talk about, I said I can't do any magic, but there are <laughs> little tricks that you can do depending on the lender, mm-hmm. right? And this is another reason it makes sense not to just go to any one lender, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, like I started asking people this now right away because it's so, it's so helpful. If you have any kids um, under the age of 12 or 13, I know you get like a baby bonus, mm-hmm. um, CCB. Some lenders won't use that, some will. So if mm-hmm. I know you have kids mm-hmm. and I know you're getting five, six, seven hundred dollars mm-hmm. a month for those kids, I can actually add that to your income and yeah. increase That's what you qualify for. for have a baby get a house yeah i remember <laughs> we, were, we were talking mortgages and you had shared that with me and i yeah. was blown because i had no idea that they included child tax benefit in child income. tax benefit child support yeah um, if you have a parent that is retired we can use pension we can use yeah. old age security you talk depending about, on the lender that's why that's yeah. why just don't go to one bank right talk to me yeah. i'll look at what we need and i'll pick the lender based on that yeah based and that's also why i tell people it's not always about the best interest rate it's where do you qualify where can we get the most yes. yeah right? and you you know because yes. you work with these exactly. various lenders on a regular basis so you exactly. know where you can try what right and if you're mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah. if you're a triple a client over here i might say okay we're going who has the best special best rate right now we'll put you there yeah. mm-hmm. but if you yeah. need the ccb or if you need a co-signer that needs pension i might put you there right mm-hmm. it might not be the best mm-hmm. rate but it's the best for you that's right, right. yeah that's right yeah so, super yeah. important yeah that's right i like that it might not be the best rate but it's the best for you as long as you enter the market you know okay okay no i love that all this information is good to know ahead of time like ahead ahead of the game when you're younger yeah like to know all this information in your 30s i mean it's never too late to start like for sure start figuring this out but earlier the better i agree so next question i have for you jerome other than the down payment what other costs 
should a buyer be responsible or will a buyer be responsible for? Other than the down payment. So um, actually, Grace would be really good at answering this question. Um, closing costs, typically mm-hmm. 1.5 to 2% of the purchase price. Mm-hmm. Keep that aside. Mm-hmm. You might not hit those numbers, but that's a good number to use. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to include your land transfer tax, your, your uh, legal fees. Legal fees typically 1000 to 1500 yep. mm-hmm. um, depending who you use. Mm-hmm. So I would just make sure to keep that amount on the side. Some lenders will even ask you to, to prove it because people are clearing out their bank accounts to uh, get the down payment. That's right. And they notice there's nothing left. So they'll That's say, right. one of the, get that. yeah, they'll even condition it. They'll say, yeah. can you show that you can close on this? Right. Which, which is good, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, w- I would say. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Um, what, I, what am I ask? Well, part of the closing costs, so say one to 2%, but based on mm-hmm. the global history and what the, based on the loan to value, mm-hmm. just in Canada now, they're actually encouraging buyers to prepare for 2, 2 to 4% wow. of your purchase price. Like that's how you're a really confident buyer. That yeah. mm-hmm. really puts you in the best position possible Doesn't because you're like, you're buying, but you're not really, like you say, wiping out, wiping your yeah. bank yeah. account clean yeah. slate, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's, the more you could save for closing costs, the better. And you know what, you reminded me, we didn't even talk about that speaking AAA client, also assets, right? If you, if you Mm. already own a home, if Mm. you have, um, you know, RSPs, mutual funds, stocks, they look at all that stuff, right? Um, when I, when I send my application, it has a list for, you know, assets, liabilities, you can list them. It just strengthens, Mm. right? If you have cash, if you have, I don't know these days a crypto account with mm. uh, i didn't know i could include crypto? stocks oh, yes. we were writing my numbers we never included the stock but, but the thing is it's not gonna it's not gonna change what you qualify for but it strengthens oh. your application yeah. oh. so say for example you had six <laughs> 650 credit and they're yeah. like do we approve do we not they're like look how much asset she has that's something yeah. i would use oh, in my business case okay. exactly yeah yeah like, look, look at all okay. the assets she has right yes Okay. Driving around in your nice car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell them all about it. <laughs> okay, okay, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. This is why you need an advocate um, when it comes to real estate. And there's so many different moving parts. And For last sure. conversation, mm-hmm. that's when we were doing the Toronto real estate segment, we talked about yeah. the different moving parts. So as you can see, a mortgage agent is a very, very, very vital, vital part uh, to start the real estate process. We're here as agents just to match you pretty much and the property that matches you, but they really do the work and they really tell us like- I kind of feel like you guys got the fun part. Because everyone comes to me and I'm like, no, you actually only want to this. And they're like, I hate you. Yeah, you're the terrible, not you. <laughs> and then they're like, where's Grace? Can we go to the house again? <laughs> so back to shopping for houses. Right? Yeah, you get the fun part. Yeah. I got I to gotta break hearts out here. Yeah. yeah, I remember the first time I talked to you on Rates. I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry I even called you. <laughs> you just gave me bad news. Right? Like, that's what I want. You started the phone right call now. so excited. I know. Yeah. Bye, girl. Talk to you another time. I'll call you in four months. <laughs> No, that's awesome. And that's what we always tell people because a lot of people are like, oh, I want to, oh my God, I have all these houses I want to see. Here's like a bunch of listings I want to go. I was like, yeah. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. We, we don't yeah, know. Just, we don't know. Don't, even, know what, don't even worry about it. Just send them my way. I'm, <laughs> I was like, like, so I'm like, the Grim Reaper. I'm yeah, used to it. <laughs> we'll talk. So I'll send them back. So we send them to Jerome. We're like, before we do that, yeah. Jerome's going to take your application <laughs> and actually tell you what your prescription is when it comes to real estate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're really and then, step number one. Really? Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I, I, I watched the, the real estate when you did, and I was happy that you did say start with the pre-approval because yeah. yes. that's yeah. the common misconception. You go to a realtor, you're only going to get your heart broken. Start yes. with me. 
That's Let's right. get your numbers and then yeah. give your realtor a range. Yeah. yeah. And another yeah. thing, now that I know Grace is doing so well with pre-constructions, is one of the hardest things to get into real estate is a down payment. Yes. So come to me. We're gonna start planning it out. I'm gonna see if you qualify for something now, resale. But sometimes mm -hmm. maybe you don't have that down payment, mm -hmm. and that's when I'd say maybe check out Grace, see what projects she has upcoming because. Yeah. The way that they break down the down payment, maybe pre-construction is a better route for you. Very yeah. Um, and a good segue. Do you have any projects now that you want to talk about? Uh, you know, we we are running a few, um, but like, thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> we are running a few. We have some amazing incentives, but uh, you know, jokes aside, what Jerome said, you know, what I, the reason I enjoyed working with developers directly is, you get to really see how they help people. Uh, get into real estate comfortably, you know, so you're you're able to pay for your down payment But you're not required to come up with a closing cost. You don't necessarily have to worry about a mortgage agent all the way However, you, it's still good to know your numbers your credit report because in four or five years We will be bringing you back to Jerome because Jerome still will have to say can they sustain this project? Exactly. that they've been paying towards for the mm -hmm. last four years, right? And, and then so they'll still run the numbers the same way because you are taking a home ownership But exactly. before then yeah. you could pay while you fix your credit score so I, I do have um, people coming to me for pre-approvals for uh, new builds and pre-constructions. Yes. So I just want to kind of ask you, because I know projects can, can run Very, differently. Yeah. What do you need for, for your project? What is required from someone that wants to get into pre-construction? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so that's specifically one of your projects. Uh, yeah. Very, very good question. So as uh, having the privilege of being in a team with platinum brokers, um, we get access to a lot of incentives and some of it a uh, because we're, we have a partnership directly with the developer, they will trust us as long as we've, we've, uh, we vet for the client. So some developers, they still want the full pre-approval where you still have to be pre-approved as if you're about to enter the market oh. um, because they're offering some really high incentives like the Daniels project. I don't know if you guys have heard about that. They yeah. only require 5% down. Mm -hmm. They only require 7,000 down. Um, no, but we've ha we've closed clients through them, mm -hmm. uh, but we're not directly uh, we're not partner brokers with them. No, we're not okay. affiliated. Okay. However, it's one of the best projects because they focus on gentrification and they want to um, help a lot of uh, buyers that can never be approved get into the market comfortably. So five percent down. However, with that, they need a full mortgage pre-approval. Mm -hmm. So literally going to the bank, actually knowing the numbers, your credit score, and all that stuff. Yep. However, some developers, if they partner with platinum brokers, the importance of working with platinum brokers is uh, we could we could write a letter on your behalf. You just have to consent that you're okay as representing you. So we can literally represent and say these people are financially feasible to take care of themselves when when the project is complete and all they need is a letter mm -hmm. and we have partnership with the Royal Bank as well. I also or, offer those letters. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, I was just about to say, we have partnerships with uh, the Royal Bank, but uh, when it comes to my personal clients, family and friends, Jerome does take care of them as well mm -hmm. because he could also write a letter just sustaining that you are actually okay to take on this project. Yeah, and, um, and, and so just to add to that, because at Vine Group, we, like, it's a very big brokerage, but we have in-house underwriters. Yeah. So we still underwrite the file. We still make yes. sure that you are going to be able to close on this. Yes. But we can write a very similar letter to insure. I mean, when it comes to actually closing the mortgage, that's when you can shop around and choose. But if, yeah. if you do need that service, we, we can provide it as well. And it's a very vital service to have because a lot of people are very intimidated, right? They have the money, you have the cash, but you're just like, I'm not going to any mortgage broker right now because I know I'm not going to be approved. So mm -hmm. start the conversation. You have the cash, you have the money, mm -hmm. get into pre-construction because as long as your partner with the developer does not charge you for an assignment, which is just selling over your contract, mm -hmm. get into pre-construction if you can.
Oh, you just reminded me of something I want to talk about. Mm. Am I allowed to just talk? Yeah. yeah. Of <laughs> so yeah, just because I know pre-constructions are getting so popular right now, like yeah. typically you start a project. When does it close? Uh, about two to three years, if it's like a townhome or a regular house. Two but um, yeah. master plan condo community, you're looking at four or five years. Okay, perfect. So it's 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 gonna have a lot of time to appreciate. Yes. Um, there's gonna be a lot of equity there by the time you close, and yes. a lot of people don't know that there are ways to access that on closing. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. so I won't get into that uh right now, but just know that if you've been paying into a place especially sometimes they get pushed back yes. and you are you need to close you need to move in sometimes you're scraping all your money yes. there is a way where you can access not only the money you put in but a lot of that equity that's been building oh, uh, really? right off the bat really yes. okay um, good to know yeah. ty typically they want at least a year inside but there are ways if you need something sooner so nice. uh, contact yeah. me and we can we can we can figure it out but oh, there's the equity's there right the equity's, the equity's there, there. Yeah. because they can't um, deny yours. you yeah exactly yeah. your your house is now worth much more Yes. than it was when when this whole pro process started so it's nice it's good to know for sure exactly yeah that's uh that's a very good there's option. options mm -hmm. there's options there's definitely and i mean you've seen in the last few years there's projects that have went up 50 75 100,000 per year in this last little boom we had right so yeah. you never know depending on where you are in the time period it's a, mm -hmm. it's a good you know it's real estate is always going to be a good place to make money a good place yes. to invest money in a Absolutely. safe place right a very yeah. very Stocks, safe place yeah crypto Volatile. risk risk right you never know yeah. market can crash people are always gonna need a place to live exactly. right so exactly. it's it's a very it's very safe safe place so. yeah i like that you added on to that mm -hmm. like, and you know somebody will ask i'm like condos are now sell pre-construction condos are selling at one million dollars and it doesn't make any sense it's a condominium right. Right? right uh but there's a market for it and this is the pressure of the market and Toronto mm -hmm. it just city. shows you yeah it just shows yeah. you that you know, Toronto can withstand any type of pressure when it comes to real estate and it will continue so and it's not going to stop because a lot of people are saying, oh, well, the market is going to crash for as long as we see a demand in houses. It's it cannot crash because people do need places to stay. Mm -hmm. And there's the affordability factor where a lot of people are not able to buy a home right away. So investors invest in pre-construction, invest in real mm -hmm. estate. You could rent it out, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 That's I mean. We could go like, um, <laughs> we could go, yeah, we could go deeper and deeper and deeper. I just had one more question. Um, I know we kind of, you kind of tapped on it, but again, mm. because somebody asks this for a client or first time home buyer looking at an entry level unit priced at 500 K, what does their profile look like? I guess we could use the same example. If you have a household income of a hundred thousand, boom, you can get your, your, uh, 500,000. Uh, I do still recommend, I know that people say 5% down is the minimum. If you can qualify, I still recommend if you can get to the 20% down payment, Yes. which in this case, if the purchase price is 500,000, that's a hundred thousand. I know that's a very hefty amount, mm -hmm. um, yeah. but you get to avoid CMHC deep yeah. insurance, right? Yeah. Yes. Most people don't know about that. Most people even going into the mortgage process, very, don't very common that. for me. They want to put less than 20 down. Um, the, the mortgage loan may be 450. And then when they see the actual amount, it's like, 470 480 yeah. mm. whatever whatever the calculation is they're like mm. what's that mm. yeah. um so just so you know depending on how much you put down they've tiered mm. it so five percent then ten percent then fifteen percent they're going to charge you this default insurance yeah i don't know if we have uh, a lot of times to go into exactly what that is but if you can get to the 20 percent mark um the bank is going to pay that for you so you don't yeah. actually have to um put that down so if you can get to the 20 percent mark I, I definitely recommend it mm -hmm. um and another benefit to 20 percent is you can amortize amortize meaning the length of the loan over 30 years yeah anything mm -hmm. under it's going to be 25 years 
once you hit the 20% mark, you get 30 years. So your loan gets lengthened and your payments will decrease, right? Yeah. A couple hundred dollars. So yeah. especially first time home buyers, um, you want to keep your, your um, yeah, you want to keep your expenses as low as possible. So if you can even borrow money from family, if you're like, especially if you're at 15, 16, 17%, you're so close. You're so close. You know, ask that mom or dad or, yeah. you know. Ask mom or dad, y'all, I'm getting stressed out. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I've been saving for 20% for the last 15 years. Okay? You're, almost, you're doing good. You're doing stressed good. Out. You're doing good. <laughs> but you're going you're gonna to end up saving so much money. Your yeah, payments are going to be lower. Oh you're not gonna gosh, have to pay that insurance, so, and then so that's just gonna be your equity after when you or or your money when you sell, right? So, yes, yeah. it's gonna pay off for sure. Yeah. I'm so proud of this too. I'm sorry, that's what I'm saying. They're working so oh. hard towards their home ownership goals. <laughs> Me too. Thanks, like, so you proud know, they're super proud. Just being on top of it, so it's definitely motivating to be in a circle of people where mm -hmm. you don't have to even talk about it or convince them yeah they already know uh what they need to work on yeah as we wrap up i just have one more question that i want to ask jerome in public as well so heloc and you know and refinancing as well right so when you own property uh do you mind do you mind just elaborating on equity yeah uh when it builds up and how much access you have for that and how the advantages and disadvantages yeah i'll so, tell you why so, i asked that after okay so um i'm gonna i'm gonna take that as an opportunity to discuss fixed first variable yeah um i typically it, it depends on the time but right now i'm recommending variable just because of the flexibility mm -hmm. right so we've seen some huge increases in the value of property over the last year yeah a lot of my clients properties have went up a hundred thousand or more especially in the pickering ajax Durham region. region you have a detached yeah. house yes. 100 150 you've gone up um if you've recently started a fixed rate mortgage um the way they calculate their penalties is called uh, ird interest mm -hmm. rate differential and in layman's terms to simplify it they're trying to charge you a break penalty for how much they're going to lose by you breaking that mortgage mm -hmm. and it can be tens twenty thousands on mm -hmm. on the other side uh, a variable mortgage which can move up or down with mm -hmm. the bank of canada rate the penalty is much more flexible it's always going to be three months interest regardless of when you break that mortgage within the five years uh, so a lot of people right now, if you're not sure if you're going to be switching jobs or, or moving or having kids and having to move or if having to refinance or do an equity takeout in the next five years, mm -hmm. I'm saying go with variable. It's much more flexible. You don't yeah. know what's going to happen in the next five years. Mm -hmm. If you want to break this at any time. You could. And the most yeah. common thing that's happened between last year and this year where we saw this boom is people were seeing interest rates that are very cheap, mm -hmm. cheaper, historically cheaper than ever before. Ever, yeah. So just refinancing to uh, save money makes sense, mm -hmm. right? So if you're in a variable, boom, we'll get you out of there. We'll get you from two to 3% down to one, whatever percent it exactly. is. We're gonna yeah. save money monthly, but also yeah. because your properties went up in value, we can take some equity out if you want it. Yeah. And there's so many things you can do if you wanted to refinance. And with such a small penalty, like typically, let's say you're paying $2,000 a month for, for your mortgages and you have a variable mortgage, your penalty is gonna be, 1500 2000 equity has gone up maybe or or the value of your house has gone up 100,000 that's nothing to take some of that out use it to pay off your credit cards pay off your line of credit mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of things you can do so just kind of uh because of the flexibility i'm, I'm pushing people towards variable very okay. nice very nice um one more thing i just wanted you to quickly add on to mm -hmm. so a lot of people when they come to pre-construction because they have equity in their properties they uh they feel the need to uh, you know tap into HELOC what HELOC means pretty much mm -hmm. uh, Jerome we can add on to it is you know based on how much your house is appreciated you could pull some of that money out refinancing or you know taking some of your equity and I forgot to talk about HELOC sorry. and I um, threw you off yeah <laughs> uh but I'll tell you why I asked that because we have a, a 
just way too many people getting way too comfortable trying to touch that HELOC, but it might not be a good thing all the way. So what it is that people are trying to do is pulling out their money and investing in pre-construction and multiple, like, like multiple pre-construction projects because mm -hmm. they have it. But uh, if you want to elaborate on how that will may increase your monthly mortgage as well uh, and how you need to be prepared for that. Because yeah, because, okay, so the uh, a home equity line of credit um, is, a, is a line of credit that's attached collaterally to your house, right? So they're going to give you a really good interest rate on a loan, kind of similar to a credit card, but because it's attached to your house, you're going to get a really good interest rate. People are seeing this and they're using it uh, for down payments. But what you have to keep in mind is when we pull your credit, we're also going to see um, how much you owe on your line of credit. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what you're seeing, right? Yes. So um, you're going to take 20,000 off, off of your HELOC to make a down payment. We're still going to see there's 20,000 missing. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's adding to your debt. Exactly. And this is where it's very important to choose your banks wisely, mm -hmm. especially if you want to be a real estate investor. If you want to go mm -hmm. one to two to three properties, mm -hmm. because the way that banks underwrite their files are very differently. Um, for example, there's certain banks, if you have, let's say a $50,000 uh, HELOC, um, when we pull your credit, regardless of if there's a zero balance, they're going to show 50,000 as the charge. Mm -hmm. And they're going to put that into your debt ratios mm -hmm. versus other banks where say you, you've used $100 out of that 50,000, they're going to look at the $100, mm -hmm. right? So it really matters what bank you choose mm -hmm. if you if you are planning to real estate invest. So mm -hmm. that's why it makes sense to plan it out, meet with someone like me. And if, if I know your goal is to not just buy your home, but you want to buy one or two or three, yes. I want to make sure you're with the right bank that's not going right. to take, take those things in consideration. That's right. It's mm -hmm. a great question. That's so, so important to know. And if you want more information on HELOC and how you get into it, feel free to give us a call. I will elaborate <laughs> because it's just more Anything than I said that was confusing, please. Uh, <laughs> At Jerome Does Mortgages. Yes. Uh, sorry, over there. Ah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Um, at Jerome Does Mortgages on Instagram, um, JeromeStBernard.com. Um, I don't know if it's my time to tell people this, but if you're confused, yeah, it is. Reach no, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you should. Sure. And we're, we're gonna tag we're gonna tag Jerome if you're following us on Instagram. Um, it's at three number three way with NGK. Uh, so if you're not following us, go ahead and follow us, and we yes. will be tagging. Uh, Jerome's Instagram page and website Definitely. in our bio, or sorry, in our caption. Definitely. And Jerome is so approachable, so please just reach out at any time to DM. Please, any questions? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's amazing. Good energy, very informative. Um, as we wrap it up, and I hope we get to see you again uh, very soon because it's Invite a me lot. back. We'll give you a Invite spicy. We'll yeah, give you a spicy yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next time, no spicy. Something spicy. <laughs> We're ready. I got other opinions too. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know I'm ready for Nicole that. Nicole doesn't want to have those thoughts <laughs> when I'm around. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. But thank you so much. Thank you guys for tuning in. As usual, always. Yeah. So as I said, guys, follow us on Instagram if you're not already. Number three way with NGK. If you're watching us on YouTube, go on ahead and subscribe and turn on post notifications. The link in our Instagram bio will take you to all of the podcast platforms. So Apple, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, follow, subscribe, share, show love. We appreciate you guys. In that order. In that order. Bye. Bye, guys. Cheers. 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 <laughs>